Hey, so we're back, Whiskey Friends here, and we definitely have a finished, finished rye. So this rye is Barrel's Seagrass, which had all the oohs and ahs from everybody this past year. It's definitely been getting their attention. It has. So Barrel has been doing some impressive stuff. Um, they have a new one out that's like 250 bucks. Not sure I'm ready to fork over an extra $160. That's the, that's the 15 year, isn't it? It is. Yeah. 15 year, they, they've been out for a while. When I was pretty new into bourbon, I bought one, I think at a Binnie's for a hundred bucks. You know, that's pretty much the going rate for their bottles. And I, and I don't know if back then that would have been like 15 or 16. I don't know if that would have been sourced or not, but it was pretty well known. hundred dollars you're gonna spend for this bottle. They spelled barrel wrong, which is kind of weird. And everyone was going after it, but nobody was really sure what they were going after. So I bought one and I tried it. And it's it, at one point in time, I think it was 131 proof. It was the highest proof on my bar. Yeah. It sat there for a while. Cause I was like, that's gonna just burn a hole in the bar if I spill any. And I tried it and it was okay. And so then I, I think you bought this bottle and I was like rethinking and I'm like, still got that bottle somewhere so we opened it up the other what two weeks ago mm -hmm. it was pretty good it it, it 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 tasted different to me eight years later than it did when i bought it <laughs> um i was pretty happy with it at the time but man when i bought it for 100 bucks i tried it like not really my thing do you think we get a little more used to proof though as we age our way through oh, for this sure. experience yeah, for sure so I was I was very curious when you said we were going to do the seagrass because it's been getting rave reviews online, which doesn't always mean much to me. No, um, but it sure has made me pay a little more for the dang barrel yeah, of it. But it's gotten a lot of attention. So. And to me, barrel, I mean, they always tend to be on the upper end of shelf bourbons. You know, you're going to find them out there in most uh, instances. Uh, they're going to be in that, I think, probably 80 to well over 100, 150, 120. Um, they're a 10 year old distillery, 2012. Yeah. First bottling was 2014. The rye, but I mean, the apricot just really jumps out in this. And yeah, yeah, very, very fruity. Um, there's a lot of fruit notes. You said citrus earlier, and it's almost, gosh, it's almost like, um, I'm reminded almost of like a, like a sangria wine kind of, you know, with all that fresh fruit and the wine and, and all that mixed. It's, it's got a lot of those very almost, well, Look let's how light that is. Let's, it almost let's, looks like a scotch. Let's preface this because outside we're all trudging through the the snow and the the cold, and yeah, tomorrow's gonna probably be the warmest day. But this really reminds me of springtime, yeah. summertime at home. Hopefully, we're only a month away from that, give or take. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's let's well, pray. See what the, uh, what have, the groundhog have, has to say about have, this week. Have you seen the uh, yeah the groundhog? Have you seen the uh, Forecast for this week? It's not good. Free pucks a tonny. That's what I say. Free pucks a tonny. <laughs> we don't really know where this storm is going on Wednesday, but we could get no snow and we could get 20 inches of snow. They're not pretty cool. The guy, the guy over in, uh, is he in Sweden? You ever see the guy with the videos that calls out for major weather patterns? He's, uh, I know Doppler Doug, for those of you out there listening that know Doppler Doug, he let, uh, I think Freddie is the guy's name, let him call the weather here this week. Oh, yeah. So, so heavy apricot, a lot of flavor there. Wow. Yeah. It's almost, it's almost like a fruit wine on the nose. Yeah, I mean, you don't think that this is 118 proof when you drink it. Well, one thing with barrel, 
They make no bones about it. Mm, almost like apricot orange yeah. juice. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they like an apricot syrup almost. It's real <laughs> heavy and wow. Way heavier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And for the proof, I mean, the, the proof is there. You can't get away from that. But, no. Um, but they source all of their um, all of their bourbons, you know, and call it gimmicky. You know, they, they make no bones about it. They take and they are making some very unique blends on what they're providing out there. So if there's a, a barrel um, bottle that you're really looking for, there's a pretty good chance it's probably not going to... You know, not going to be around for a long time because each individual mix or batch is going to be different. They don't have a just a one unique flavor profile that they say this no, is. They what do our, they do a New uh, Year's bottle every year. That's yeah. kind of their their claim to fame that people are looking for. Um, but yeah, sourced and then they they play with it a little bit, which which I like. You know, even though they don't know how to spell barrel. <laughs> so this was the rye of the year for several of the I call them whiskey tubers YouTube. Reviewers, I mean, if, if it wasn't their whisk, their rye of the year, it was definitely near the top rung of their their selections. He just said whiskey tuber. I think he just made a brand new thing. A tater <laughs> is, is a tuber. A tater is a tuber. <laughs> <laughs> so now they're whiskey might, tater tubers. <laughs> we might need to start our own uh, streaming service whiskey called Whiskey Tater whiskey Tubers. Whiskey tuber. So, yeah, I, I I don't know. They call each other whiskey, whiskey tubers. tubers. So I mean, they're all little pals. And they're and, all taters. And, the whiskey tuber. So was this what you were expecting? So to Not me, at the, all. the name Seagrass, I, I I don't know kind of where they came with the name. Um, I would have thought something completely different than what I'm nosing and what I'm tasting right now. Yeah. So lots of folks have likened this to you know the day on the beach. For us, you know, Iowans, that's not such a bad thing, but it, it has. Um, Seagrass highlights the grassy oceanside notes we love in rye and the opulence and spice of finishing barrels. It is a blend of American-Canadian rye whiskeys, with each ingredient meticulously sourced and finished separately in Martinique rum, that's R-H-U-M rum, Madeira, and apricot brandy barrels. The apricot is definitely there. Yeah, the, the apricot heavy. is very forward. Yeah, yeah. Heavy. yeah, and what, yeah, brandy for sure, it's got a... You know, but well, if you're just a, to it. yeah, that's true. I, I think we'll have to open up one of my new bottles of this for some evening on the deck at the refs or out at docks or something like that, just to enjoy some warm weather. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't dislike it. I don't. Well, it, do, it does have a very summery feel to it. The finish is not super strong, but you can certainly feel it kind of back in your jowls, yeah. kind of the back of your throat. It's there. The finish doesn't hang on forever, but the longer it's in your palate, you taste the rye more than the apricot. I would agree with that. A basket brimming with tropical and orchard fruits lies at the heart of this juicy whiskey with prominent tones of ripe apricot from the brandy casks. Yeah, that's perfect. With a splash of water. The oxidized Madeira notes emerge, candying the fruit and bringing it, bringing out an earthiness on the palate. I can go over some of that. Yeah, I've, I've never had. I've never had. Oop! I think you missed. So the ref is probably not going to make a call or two here lately. So. <laughs> the or, glasses or, or over maybe, here. Or maybe he is like every other ref now. I don't know. 
<laughs> Pouring out of a shot glass is not an easy thing to do. <laughs> There's a little bit of. Uh, but would you rank this your top rye of the 2021? Um, I don't drink a lot of rye, so I can't really judge that. I, I hesitate to go towards rye, especially with Canadian rye. But but here's some of the awards. So Fred Minnick gave it top 100 American whiskeys of 2021. Um, put this at number two for American whiskeys, period, which interesting because it's got Canadian in it. Right. Yeah. Um, best of the Best by Rob Report 2021, double gold at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition 2021. But again, all whiskeys have medals. <laughs> They yes. just, I mean, medals mean somebody <laughs> said it was great. Platinum medal at the LA Spirits Award 2021. Gold medal at the Ascot Award, whatever that is, 2021. I don't have one. You don't, you're not wearing your Ascot Gold medal at the John Barleycorn Awards 2021 and 92 points at the Ultimate Spirits Challenge 2021. I mean, that's, that's, so it's brand new. It's been getting some awards. So do you think they're getting the attention because the apricot is so forward in this one with the rye speaking secondary volumes? I Cer think? Certainly could be. Um, I mean, they're saying appearance is a pale tawny with straw highlights. Yeah, I give it that. It's, okay. definitely, it's definitely more pale than a standard bourbon that we're used to. Yeah. Um, on the palate, sweet and juicy. Yeah, I'd call it heavy sweet and juicy. Yeah. Opens on pear, white grapefruit. Which I've never had, and lychee. Any stone fruit? Which I've never had. <laughs> so that fruit. doesn't really help me, and I don't catch the pear off of it. Classic rye flavors of cinnamon, rosemary, fennel seed, and rose hip. I do get some of that. Not, not quite the rose hip. I don't know what fennel seed and rose hip taste like. So there's that problem. <laughs> well, it's a little spicy for you, though, Doc. Yeah, that's true. I, so, I mean, so in the finish, I mean, like I said, you really taste the apricot when it's first right. on your tongue. You're, and, but then later on, you kind of taste that that spiciness, and it kind of holds on at the back of your tongue. And, good point. So here's what they say. Unctuous texture and sandy tannin are complemented by a delicate astringency so common to Canadian whiskeys, even though it got like an American whiskey there or whatever. Uh, finish. Fresh and clean. But the persistent tannin and astringency focus the powerful burst of camphor, chalk dust, and scorched earth. This what? is from their website. Wow. So camphor, I've never... So I've, mothballs, chalk dust, and scorched earth. So I've never taken my lantern over the scorched earth, so I'm not quite sure what that tastes like. But, I don't know. Or, or, well, I do know what chalk dust was a little bit from, you know, the teacher making sure. me clean the chalkboard a little bit. Sure. but. I, I really don't pick that up. With a few drops of spring water, despite bright notes of passion fruit and geranium, the nose settles down considerably. The fresh notes are now candied, papaya, orange peel, and ginger. Liege waffle and beef tallow lay a rich foundation. The palate grows creamier, displaying French vanilla ice cream, pawpaw, and orris root. Okay. What a crock of crap. <laughs> Who came up orus with this? Root? What is an orus root? Okay. So, uh, yeah, you're going to have to count me out of that one. Yeah. So, Iowa does not have orus root for the, uh, or maybe they do somewhere. Do we I'm have not... liege waffle? We haven't dug any of that out recently. <sighs> I don't know. That's not offered at the city cafe. So hold on, there's some scorched earth. No, I lost it. No scorched no, no scorched, no scorched earth. earth. Yeah, no, no. Pretty pretty apricot heavy. I mean, they're just making <laughs> these up 
as they go. Yeah, that, that, I, I think that sounds like the write up of a media uh, mogul or a uh, or a beef, BR beef Maybe. tallow. You're getting beef tallow. Yeah, so beef tallow. So we we know a few things about beef here in Iowa. No matter what people think about us, I'm actually not catching that. All I really find mostly is apricot. Yeah, and probably the rye finish that yeah. comes afterwards. Yeah, they're just making things up. Okay, well, the ref's wife says dinner is ready. Uh-oh. So I'm going up for dinner. Uh-oh. So I'm feeling a little left alone here. So. I'm retiring. Ref. Apricot whiskey. Rafa, would you would you buy a bottle? Um, You know, for $90, I probably would pass. For 45 I might have one open for people to try. It is um, enjoyable. I mean, it, it would be lean itself more to a summery, warm evening out. Um, it's not displeasurable in any way, um, but the finishing certainly took over any of the original notes of the actual bourbon, you know, whatever spirit that they started with. This might be better outside with that grass, you know, cut grass smell around you mm. and just kind of in a better environment than where we're at in the mm -hmm. winter in Iowa. Yeah, the little springtime campfire kind of sort yeah. of deal. So, all right, ref. Very good. So, That's pretty good. Yeah. All righty, well, that concludes Whiskey Friends for this grassy note or grassy knoll. Or grassy, grassy knoll, the grassy knoll. <laughs> yeah. The seagrass knoll. <laughs> the seagrass uh, knoll. Yeah, Beef, tallow, and Beef apricot tall. fennel, whatever scorched, that is. Scorched earth. <laughs> All right. Apricot scorched earth. All right. Until Cheers. Then, until then, we have the ref, Doc, and Ken, and we'll catch you next time. Here's Cheers. Us. Cheers.